it's episode two of a talk about cats i'm your host brian with my other host josie hi brian how you doing i'm good you i'm doing good i'm good i'm doing good i'm doing good uh, how was your week well i was home alone and no girls so you know because whenever the girls look at me they run and cry it'd be like that sometimes bro it really do be like that sometimes um i wouldn't know because i don't even go outside to see girls but yeah it'd be like that you're all right uh you want to get into it and let's get into the news all right let's go into it uh the news for this week what do you have for me brian all right well season two of demon slayer got confirmed what do you think about that um pretty obvious that it was gonna get a season two um it's only uh the demon train is only the highest grossing animated film of all time so yeah no surprise yeah uh what i read was that uh season two is gonna take place after the after the train arc so whoever hasn't seen the movie and is planning to watch season two it's preferred that you do watch the movie unless you've read the manga that'd be best as well Mm, yeah man i mean I can't wait to watch the movie. Um pretty sure if I really wanted to, I could find it somewhere. Yeah. But I'm waiting to see it in theaters. I'm really hoping we're gonna get a chance to see it in theaters. Um man, that studio does amazing, amazing movies. So I'm excited for it. I really want to watch it in, in theaters. Dude, if you wanna if you wanna see it in theaters, you're gonna have to rent out a theater. <laughs> if that's what it dude, because it I think for like uh and i'm just calling an auditorium for the meantime an auditorium is like a hundred bucks nah i'm pretty sure it's a little bit more than that i don't think you can rent out an entire auditorium for a hundred bucks yeah because i think uh for the godzilla versus kong my friends were telling me it was like within a bill so if that happens you know probably you man don't don't even don't even play like that bro i'll easily drop a hundred bucks well, we'll we'll see what happens, because uh, it still hasn't been like said when it's dropping here, huh? So you're telling me I could have been playing COD on a in a fucking auditorium for a hundred bucks? Yeah, I don't know about that, but just to watch the movies that are coming out. I mean, you know. I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, if you can, if you can rent out an auditorium to watch a movie by yourself, I'm pretty sure. You know what? It'll cost like maybe you slip you slip the worker like twenty bucks to connect your PS4. <laughs> hey man, here take my twenty yeah. bucks, yeah. Slide him, slide him a twenty. He won't say anything, and bam, you know you're just fucking playing playing just FIFA, playing bro. In game. Oh, FIFA twenty one. Fuck. Just any game, man. That'd be dope. All right, all right. I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, second piece of news, uh, Kaiju number eight is going to be hitting the American shelves in fall. So if anything, you know, I'm going to probably be one of the first few people to get it. Oh, yeah. Man, that's exciting, man. A lot of Kaiju number eight fans. My T.O. was going crazy when the news dropped. See, I'm telling you, it's, it's I called it. I think it's going to be a top, top manga, I feel. Man, I hope so. I hope so. It seems like it has, um. Has a lot of potential. Yeah, I think it does. I I can't wait to see where it goes. All right, let's talk into the next news. Uh, 
So this, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Horimiya in March is gonna end. The last chapter is in March. That's tough. What do you What do you think? What do you talk, What do you think about this? Because I know you like this one a lot. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <sighs> man, it's been a ride. Horimiya is amazing, man. Such great. The anime is just kicking ass. Ah, I mean, every 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 good every good thing has an end, and although I feel like it's too soon, too soon, but mm-hmm. hey, man, it is what it is. Horimiya, I hope it has a great ending. That's all. That's all I can hope for. Watch it fumble the end. No. I laugh. I can't. I kind of want to see, like, also with the other characters, but I think you would have to go into, like, um, a spin-off manga for the other characters because I feel like y- Yuki and Toru, I want to see that. I want to see what happens with them. I do, too. You get me? But I don't know, man. I, I just really hope, you know, it has a good ending, a good um, satisfying ending. Uh, yeah. Know, I'm not expecting anything out of the, out of the world. Blue? Like amazing like the end all chapter of all end all chapters but i just wanted to be satisfying you know because there's been too many series lately that have um, a i don't want to say shit uh, ending but they haven't ended like like yeah they didn't they're like subpar yeah i guess we could say no it the endings just haven't been up to standard with the rest of the series so the best i can hope out of horimiya is that we get a satisfying ending and a nice little bow on top, which is pretty much all it needs. Because honestly, yeah, uh, and it's it's up there. It's up there for all romance series that I've ever read or watched. Damn, you have a high standard. Well, I wouldn't say high standard. Yeah, you, you have it to a high. I hold it in a high regard. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. The the way um doctor is able to handle all these different characters, their motivations um. Their inner their characterization is really amazing because no, I I realized it today. You know, watching um the latest episode of the anime, mm-hmm. and there's not a single character that I don't care about or that I dislike. Like they're all extremely likable characters. They're all very well handled. They all have um their own goals, their own drives, and one of the most interesting things is uh seeing how all the characters interact with each other and how every character has a different impact on another's life on their personality like it's yeah. i don't know it's just it's rare i rarely see somebody handle such a big cast so well and the thing about the manga is like it's been going on for 10 years because originally it started like a four it started as a four coma manga and then it went to a regular 18 page yeah, manga. yeah man i've been following hormia since it became a manga since it became an 18 page manga um i i kind of stopped reading it for a couple years not because it was bad or anything i just i I don't remember exactly what it was something happened where i just like grew distant from the series yeah it happens you know with manga and stuff you just kind of go to other shit then you come back to it let me tell you like well once the anime got announced i was so excited i just you know i remembered all the all the things that made it great and then yeah. once the anime did start airing, I was just like blown back because I, I saw the, the OVAs 
because this isn't the first mm-hmm. time they animate Horimiya. Uh, oh, I don't they've know. They've done that. it before. Like the first time I ever heard of Horimiya was um, watching the OVAs. You know, it was like a short little series. I don't remember. I think it was maybe four or six episodes. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. And then that made me pick up the manga, and the manga blew me away. Like, I've recently um, reread Horimiya, and fuck, dude. Like, yeah, man, it's up there. I, I rec- highly recommend Horimiya to anybody who's um, looking for a good um, romance. Not just romance, because the greatest aspect of Horimiya to me isn't even the romance between Hori and Miyamura. It's more of just the relationships in general between all the characters. Because this is a really good um mm-hmm. friendship series too. Like to kind of remind you in a way of high school, I guess. I wouldn't say? say high school and more more so um, I mean, growth. How how people grow. Like growing okay. up yeah. because um the thing that I most like about the entire show is just uh Mir- Miyamura's growth as a person. Seen how his yeah, life is right. transformed through Hori and through the people he meets. Thanks to Hori. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, let's go into... Well, actually, Crunchyroll Awards oh, yeah. just happened, what, That's yesterday, right? right? Crunchyroll Awards. Um, I don't think... I think it was on Friday. It was, it was on Friday. Friday. All right. So it happened on Friday. You want to... Let's talk about uh, the winners? Yeah, man. I'm all for it. All right. Um, all right. Uh... We're going to say the names and the animes that go with the names. So first off, for best ending sequence, you have Lost in Paradise by Ali featuring Aklo. That's Jujutsu Kaisen's ending. Fucking amazing ending, bro. I, I voted for that. I wanted that to win. It was just fucking great. Dude, it was badass. What do you mean? No, no, no. I said, all right. Oh, yeah, I, I, you, I, you, I, I'm just letting you go into the I next could, one. Like, Damn, boy, you're about to fucking go I off on me right me now. Nerd. I was like, what? Um... All right, I'll go. Best opening sequence was Wild Side by Ali for Beastars. Wait, was is uh, is this from this is for yeah, season one, right? Season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did, I did like this opening intro. Not gonna lie, it was it was like a cool. If you were to be in France, you got a vibe. France vibe. I don't know. I I like the stop yeah, motion. Just the fact that it was all stop motion. I thought that was really cool. That was unique. I've never seen that in anime op. All right. Uh, best voice actor performance English. You got Zeno Robinson as Hawks, My Hero Academia uh, season four. I mean, I'm not mad at that, but I really, really feel like um, uh, Lego She's voice should have won. Uh, I didn't hear the English version. Yeah, it's really good, bro. Like that guy is super talented. He's he's one of the OGs, and mm-hmm. I I saw it fit Lego Lego She so well. It was really good, bro. You should check it out. Or... All right. I'll check it out. All right. Best voice acting performance Japanese was my boy Yusuke Kobayashi. You know, the voice of Natsuki Saburu, Subaru in ReZero. Fucking kick ass. Yeah. I'll go with this one. This one, this one is a good choice, I think. Natsuki Subaru, I just, I don't know. I feel like his voice character is really good. It could uh put good emotion. He put good emotions into Natsuki in every he did, scene. Man. Like he he really brought out the best in Subaru, and especially in the scenes from season two. Like mm. I don't know, man. The the guy is. It, it seems obvious to me that he's passionate. If you've ever seen any interview between yeah. him and uh, 
the voice actress for Amelia. Oh, I, I feel so bad. I can't remember her name right now. Um, it's Ray something. Um, they have like such good chemistry, and it and it's obvious that they have like a lot of passion for these characters. All right, let's go into best couple. Hey, this this was like anime for best couple of the year of anything. You got Nasa Yuzaki and Sukasa Yuzaki. Tony Kaku Kawaii over the moon for you. This I think was a really good fluff manga. Not much, not too much drama was happening, but it was good. Uh, it was, I think it was a real good one. Yeah, man, it was really cute. It was a really cute series. Yeah, seeing um, a newlywed couple. Um. I, I was a little heartbroken. I, I wasn't surprised they won. I just really wanted Kaguya and Miyuki to win. Because I'm a big Kaguya-sama mm-hmm. fan. But it was well-deserved. Um, Let's see. Best character design. Mayuka Ito um, for Toilet-bound Hanako-kun. Uh, I really, honestly, I kind of like this. Uh, I saw it. I thought I liked the um, the art style of it. I think it was really good. Honestly, it it was it was like I can't explain it, but I just feel like it was really good. I feel like it was different from how you see usual animes. It was like I just can't explain it. It's hard to, for me to explain it, but I just think it was really good art style animation. Yeah, I think that's what makes a great character design when you can distinguish like distinguish it from any other series like that's how you know you have a good character design like um you know this isn't just me being a one piece stand but like if you look at a one piece character you know they're from one piece and i feel like that's how you know that's a good character design um and i i didn't watch uh toilet bound hanako-kun but Mm -hmm. i've heard great i've heard good things about it i heard it's a funny cute little show yeah it is um all right so you want to go into best director i know that was you no i just said best character design <laughs> oh my bad oh fuck uh best director director fuck uh masaki you yuasa keep your hands off of isaac and oh this anime this was something this was something new this was a good anime honestly it was really outside the box getting to see you know about uh, what uh, manga and uh, no anime direct, uh, creators? Yeah, go bro, it was an r- amazing like behind the scenes look. I was really, really blown away by it from episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I feel like it just it just made sense. Like it, it was just bound to win. Like I don't know, bro. Like, I can't. <laughs> there's not much I can say other than it was very deserved. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um. Best score, Kevin Pinkin, Tower of God. Yeah, I thought that was an easy pick too. Um, there was a lot of good scores in anime last year, but mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Kevin Pinkin. Um, he he's the same guy that did the score for um, Made in Abyss. Oh, yeah, yeah. talented guy. He's an Australian. Me. All right, best fight scene. You got Deku versus Overhaul in My Hero season four. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this one because the one where it was Endeavor versus uh, Nomu, that was a pretty badass bro. scene too. A badass fight. This was some bullshit, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I do not think that deserved to win. Like you just said, I yeah. found the Endeavor fight at the end of the season a hundred times better. Better. 
Yeah, that one was like different. They, that just hit differently. Yeah, bro, it had like way more emotion. Um, the animation was on the same standard, but mm. come on, you're telling me Endeavor standing with his fist up in the air at the end, bro? Isn't isn't a good way to end the good fight scene? Oh. Like, come on, that that should have won it. That not only that, bro. The same one anime had three nominations in this category it had three different fights nominated and it didn't win like god of high school had three of its fights nominated in this category and none of them won bro that is just terrible i can't believe that <laughs> like nah dude that that's that's sad um i mean no i'm not saying deku freeze overhaul wasn't a good fight it was a good fight it was really well because there were other better ones as well. I we just think, think at least. Um, the my hero, my hero fans, they came in strong, and at the end of the day, this, this is a popularity yeah, right. poll. Yeah. You know, fans vote on this. It's not like they have a panel of judges who pick all. I mean, they have a panel of judges that pick the nomination, the specific one. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, but then from there, it's the fans. Hey, man, my hero fans roll deep. That's all I. That's all we can say, man. So, moving on from that, best antagonist, uh, Ryomen Sukuna, Jujutsu Kaisen. Ryomen Sukuna, Sukuna, right? Sukuna, Sukuna, yeah. Um, that was badass. Even though he's a villain, like that was a badass. I have, I, I I have still not seen Jujutsu Kaisen, so I can't say much on this. Um, did you? I mean, like, if you see like the first. Four episodes. That was still a pretty badass Is guy. He? Yeah, I think. Well, so. from what I seen, I saw, I saw he was pretty cool. Um, I read I read up like the first twenty chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen, and he seemed all right. Mm-hmm. He seemed interesting. Um, I wanted a kidna to win, you know. Um, although honestly, I thought Rachel was gonna win. Oh yeah, after fuck that Rachel! Betrayal? All my homies hate Rachel. But I think that's probably why they hated her. So that's why she wasn't voted because of that Bro, much hate. Hell no, that should have. Actually, I, I I regret not voting for Rachel. That's how you. That's how you know you have you got a good villain if everyone hates him. Yeah, but that's how much. That's the weird thing is you hate him too much. You don't want him <laughs> to win. That's the weird part too. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Ray, Rachel's a good villain. Ray, um, um. Well, you you've read uh, Tower of God, right? The Manwa. Yeah, yeah. But I think Rachel's a pretty good villain. Um, she's not the greatest villain, but she definitely keeps um the story going. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, best protagonist Katarina Klaus from my next life as a villainess. All roots lead to doom. I was so happy. I literally yelled when I saw that she won because I wanted her to win so bad. She was nominated along with a bunch of like heavyweights. And I'm glad she won, bro. Did you ever get to see my next life as a villainess? Nah, I didn't get to see it. Um, it's an isekai harem, you know, and just just based off of those two, you'd say, oh no, this is gonna be trash. But <laughs> it was the exact opposite. Like I was shocked at how good. I only gave it a, a watch, like on a whim. I was just scrolling through um what was on that season. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, why not? And, bro, Katarina is such a good character. Like, she is 
amazing like amazing amazing she is a really good character she um she's not your typical um isekai protagonist um i guess it's because um the the isekai world she got sent into wasn't your typical you know power fantasy it was um pretty much on a dating sim game that she really liked. It was her favorite dating sim game that she got sent into. And instead of being reincarnated as the protagonist of the dating sim, she got reincarnated as the villain of the game. And mm-hmm. the reason the show is called All Roots Lead to Doom is because every route you take in a dating sim is pretty much... All right, so... The get into her her yeah so uh, the way a dating sim works is that you you play as a as a protagonist and you pretty much get to choose who you end up with and in this game the main protagonist is called maria but Mm -hmm. um the the main villain of the game is katarina and then no matter which route you take playing as maria whether you end who you no matter who you end up with, Katarina always has a terrible ending. Either she dies, she gets imprisoned for life, she gets humiliated, and you know the protagonist the once she realizes that she's reincarnated as Katarina, her life goal is to make sure she doesn't get that bad ending. So what she does is um she tries she tries her best to make sure that Maria doesn't end up with any of the other characters. So her her doom doesn't <laughs> happen. But in that process, she ends up making all the characters Maria is supposed to end up with fall for her. Uh it's just it's crazy, bro. Cause she's such a good person. Like she may be the villain of, of the game, but everything she does is really sweet, really nice, and she changes everyone's lives um without her realizing. Because she's already played this game a bunch of times. So she already knows um what's going to happen. Gonna happen. What's, what's she pretty much knows how to win over all the other characters. Uh, it, it's just hilarious, bro. It, it's really fun. Uh, Katarina was a great, great protagonist. And I'm really glad she won. Especially against like all the heavy hitters she was up against. It was like... I'd say that was the biggest upset of the whole award. The whole mm-hmm. award ceremony. Damn, I went into a minute about Karina. If you can't tell, yeah, man, go watch my That's go watch my next it. life as a villainous. All roots lead to doom. It's a great show. Please go watch it. All right, all right. Enough about that. Go on to the next category, bro. All right, best boy Shoyo Hinata Q to the top. Hmm. I don't really have much. I again, I don't really. See, I didn't see this this year's uh, Crunchyrolls, but I don't mind this one. Um. Hinata has never lost that category. Every time Hinata has ever been uh, nominated for Best Boy, if I, from what I know of, he's won. So I, it wasn't a surprise to me that he won. Hmm. Um, best Girl, Kaguya Shinomiya. <sighs> well deserved, Kaguya. Kaguya is Best Girl. She, she just you forgot the the anime. Oh well. Kaguya Shinomiya from Kaguya-sama Love is War. Um, yeah, Kaguya deserved to win. I mean, the only other person I saw winning was uh, Chizuru from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Did I just hear that right? 
Did I hear that right? Shizu deserved to win instead of Ruka? Ruka wasn't nominated. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about the, nomin- the nominees of course, of course. for this category. Of course. Of course Ruka wasn't nominated. Ruka's not the main protagonist. So, of course she wasn't nominated. Man. Whatever, bro. Shizu was a gr- good character, too. Man. I can't say. Shizu um, won me over. Little by little. As... The manga has gone on. So, but she's still not right. at Kaguya level. Kaguya is best girl. Kaguya is the winner. She won over Chizuru. I'm I'm actually kind of glad Chizuru didn't win because I know for a fact you would hold that up against me. Yeah, she's the best. Ah, whatever, bro. Speaking of Kaguya, best comedy was Kaguya Sama Love is War because, of course, it was. It's fucking hilarious. Of course. It is. Man. Kaguya is clear. Kaguya is the best rom-com out there. Um, both anime and manga. Yeah, like that's out right now. Yeah, that well that we know of. But again, if we didn't know of any like rom-com that's happening, you know, because it would have to be like on social you know media what? of anything. That's the we'll we'll, we'll come out. back to this later. Later on, once we're done. Um. All right, best drama. You got Fruits Basket season two. Say fucking less. Fruits Basket, oh my goodness. I never knew how much I fucking love this anime after seeing season one through season two a second time, dude. I swear the fucking character progression is amazing. The fucking art style, it's amazing. It has good chibi moments. I fucking, I swear, dude, you have to see this. Uh, I mean, hey, I, I, I've seen the first half of season one. It's pretty good. Um, I can say that Honda is very pure, and I hope nothing ha- nothing bad happens to her. She's a one best girl. Was she nominated? No, I actually no? don't remember. Give me one second. Um, what do you like about season two? Oh, it's just like continu- it's continuously like showing you more and more about the other zodiac signs, which is really dope. Like usually, usually like in other animes, sometimes you just show like the development of not just of more like the main cast than the side characters. I'm not saying that the zo- the other zodiacs are side characters. It's just like the more main main ones are Toru, Kyo, and um, Yuki. Those are the main ones. But you go to the other character, the other Zodiacs, you kind of see their background, like what's happening. In season two, you know, you start to know way more of the drama that's happening within the Zodiac family. So it's like crazy to me. She, um, Honda wasn't nominated for Best Girl. It was Abigail oh. Jones from Great Pretender. It was Katarina, uh, Chizuru, Kaguya, uh, Noi from Doro Hedoro, and Sayaka Kanamori from Keep Your Hands Off Izuken. What the hell? I mean, that is a little surprising that she wasn't there. Yeah, she. This is this show is like on fire right now. It's the final season's coming up like in April. You know, it's kind of crazy that um, Katarina won best protagonist over characters like Hinata from Haikyuu, like Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen. And Midori from Keep Your Hands Off Azokin, but yet she didn't win Best Girl against yeah, Kaguya. That's weird. 
Oh, I, I guess because Kaguya wasn't in Best Protagonist. Do you think Kaguya would have won Best Protagonist? Maybe, huh? Mm. Nah, I don't think so. I, I, I really don't think so. That's actually kind of surprising. That doesn't really make much sense, but I ain't mad because both <laughs> that means both of them won an award. <laughs> so I'm set. All right. Let's see. Um, What is next? Best Fantasy? Of course, ReZero. Of course. ReZero is in a... It's on it's fire right now. World of its, its own, like, man. Dude, just like before we ever like really talk about it, last week's episode finally got an OP, and this week didn't. It went back to like the thirty minutes. She made me laugh. Like, dude, you go to so you start to have finally an OP after so many episodes, and now you just have one week where you only show it, and then go back to the thirty minutes. It was like, what hey, the fuck? Man, was out here fucking making statements with those thirty minute episodes. Dude, I'm not gonna lie though that the, the OP, OP was really is good, man. really good, man. Rezero has not missed. Yeah, they have really good OPs. I um, uh, actually um realized the OP from the first half of season two was actually probably like my favorite song of 2020, regardless of language. You heard that? <laughs> Someone read their yeah, engine peasant by my house. Um, yeah, like realize um that was an amazing song. It's my favorite song of 2020. English, Japanese, Spanish, doesn't matter. It was just a great song. Mm-hmm. And the new OP, man, yeah. I mean, it's, they've, they only used it once in like eight episodes, but... <laughs> Fuck it. Might as hey, well. man, I don't, I don't mind. if As long as ReZero keeps giving us these 30-minute episodes... Uh, you're fine. We're fine, we're fine with, with it. it. We don't yeah. really care. Um, what's the next category? Best animation. Keep your hands off of Isaac. <sighs> of course. The series about animation won Best Animation. <laughs> It only makes sense. Of course it would. You know, I was actually kind of surprised Jujutsu Kaisen didn't win that. Mm. Um, not not because um I think it was their animation was better. I just feel like, you know, the fan base would have pushed it. But I feel like, cause uh, Isaacin was like an under not, not an underdog. It was just a kind of a I would say dark horse of anime because it just came out of nowhere. Even... Like I've never heard of the manga. And then when the anime dropped, I watched, I saw it. I was like, you know what? This is a good anime. So I feel like that's probably why. I think I think the reason it, it won, I voted for Beastars actually because I, f- I felt like any. Good. That's good. Yeah, I feel like any series like that. that can go all CG and be that fucking good deserves to win because I, they did like the impossible. Because every other series that is yeah. all the CG has looked like absolute fucking garbage and b stars made it look good but i mean keep your hands off izuken is all about animation and the reason it won i think is pretty much because it has great animation and it tells you exactly how they did it like it goes step by mm-hmm. step how they made it happen and i i found that so fucking cool is yeah bro it was just fucking it was very deserving. Good. Very deserving. Um, yeah. I think be- before we go into anime of the year, I feel um I just want to say this is probably the best Crunchyroll anime awards. I feel like all the all the winners deserve to win because um the mm-hmm. past couple of years um for the anime awards it's just 
it's straight up just been um fan fan yeah, bases uh pushing their favorite series so whoever had the biggest fan yeah. base was what would win but this year it actually felt like everyone deserved to win um and going off of that why don't we go into who won anime of the year all right anime of the year you should probably put a drum roll here if you have if you can uh jujutsu kaisen jujutsu kaisen mm. i mean I don't know. I don't know what to say because Ray Zero was like top shit. So I feel like Ray Zero should have worn it instead of. Man, Jesus Ray Kaisen. Zero wasn't even nominated. That's Man, neither was Attack on Titan. But Attack on Titan came out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ago. No, um, it started airing uh December twenty twenty. Uh, that's probably why it was probably like a late thing that nah, they wouldn't allow. I'm just joking. Um, but Kaguya-sama wasn't nominated. ReZero and Kaguya-sama, to me, were anime of the year. It was between them, and for for neither of them to even get nominated, fucking shocked me. I think ReZero should. I think ReZero season two part one was the best anime of the year too. Um, yeah, but I think it's because of the hype waiting for like Jujutsu Kaisen is probably what, what well, made it win. Jujutsu Kaisen was. Easily the the best anime from the fall season. Yeah. So it's not surprised that it was. I'm not surprised it was nominated. I'm just more surprised that Kaguya and ReZero weren't nominated. Because if they were nominated, I don't think Jujutsu Kaisen would have won. I I feel like either one of the other two would have won. But I mean, I'm not mad at Jujutsu Kaisen winning. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. But from what I've heard, from what I've seen. From um, from the the short bit that I've read from the manga, I I don't see I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. When yeah, yeah, honestly, like although I want Ray Zero, I think from well I don't know what like was nominated, but Jujutsu Kaisen I think would be like a top good like good way to anime of the year. I think the I nominees think for anime of the year were. Oh, I hope I don't say this wrong. Uh, Apare Ranman, B Stars, Dorohedoro, Great Pretender, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Keep Your Hands Off Azuken. Yeah, no, from that list, I'll give you, I'll give you Jujutsu Kaisen. If anything, well, just felt like Razor should have been on there. But Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. They deserve it. They should have. From those, I think Jujutsu Kaisen deserves. I actually it. Um, voted B Stars. I think, uh, well, but you know, I haven't seen Jujutsu Kaisen. That's the only reason. Maybe if I would have mm-hmm. watched Jujutsu Kaisen, you would have probably liked it and ended up uh, going towards yeah, it. Maybe. I mean, we'll find out by next week. By next Sunday, I'll be completely caught up. You try to. I'll be it. completely caught up to the Jujutsu Kaisen manga, and hopefully, I'll try my best to be caught up to the anime. Yeah. All right. And speaking of catching up to Jujutsu Kaisen manga how about we go into the manga roundup for this week all right all right um start it up from from now on every sunday we're gonna do a quick roundup of what happened in some of the manga we read for this week and on wednesdays we'll be rounding up what's gone on in the anime world that week yeah and 
sometimes maybe if we don't go overboard with it, we'll probably try to talk about animes that we've seen and kind of want to talk off of that. Yeah. Um, sounds good. You you ready? All right. Yeah. So this week in the manga world, in Spy Family, we followed Yuri through one of his cases in the SSS, the State Security Service. Mm-hmm. Yuri follows around the man who writes slanderous articles about the West, and he learns his the motives for the reasoning. Well, that was completely bad. <laughs> Once again, everyone, excuse me. I read at like a second grader level. level. Um, and I have my notes written down. And I'm sorry, man. I'm just I'm tongue twisted. Um, he follows around the man who writes slanderous articles about the West, and he learns that the motives for doing so are because they're family driven, and it resonates with him because of his love for his sister Yor. All right, and then we have Undead Unlock, the fight where. The fight with Autumn comes to a close and Ano Un is finally able to accomplish his goal of changing the future from where from one where Fuko dies. A very heart touching scene in the end with Andy almost made Jose emotion Josie emotional. Almost make me emotional. It was a very good scene at the end. Um in Yozakura family, the battle continues as the Yozakura family continues their raid. Futaba has finished her fight and we're introduced to the next couple of fights in the family. Nano and Kengo are halted before they're able to rescue the human experiments by someone with a freezing technique. Shinzo faces off against a human weapon who has a body made out of organic alloy that allows them to change their shape at will. He is pretty much the perfect human weapon. A battle between one who uses weapons to kill and and one who uses weapons to protect. Very interesting. I can't wait to see where the fight goes. All right, and next we have My Hero Academia, and here is kind of getting really interesting. We're getting to see a little bit about the family and how they fell apart, and what they feel towards uh, Dobby, and we'll get, we also get to see some of Dobby's backstory, and what what really led him to that, because of it was all that really led him. What really led him to that was all due to Endeavor's obsession of wanting to be the best, but he since he couldn't do it, he you know they give the backstory a little bit of in the anime. That he wanted his kids to do it for him and he pushed Dobby and that that just just, just knowing the background of it is crazy. It's a crazy burden burden that they have. It is, it is. It's just seeing um the way um young Toya is slowly, slowly, slowly becoming towards Dobby. Man, it's kind of wild. Yeah. In Dr. Stone, Suiko is spotted by Stanley and his men. As she's um, nursing the young uh, woman soldier after she got bit by the spider, um, mm-hmm. Fra- Francois sees it and um, she she tries to help uh, Suika escape. So what she does is she tosses a knife over to Ginro and Ginro um, frees himself from the rope that he's tied in. He tries to um, you know create a distraction, but Stanley just quickly handles the situation. Um. But Francois um, notices that Stanley didn't just kill Ginro right right when they when he had the chance. He so he realizes that oh you know Stanley isn't some cold blooded killer. He's just a soldier following orders. So they surrender. Mm-hmm. But before they surrendered, Francois was able to send a message to Senku, letting them know exactly yeah. where Stanley and his men are. 
so they can prepare for the impending attack. All right. Next, we got Black Clover. Asta just killed the fucking ancient demon, which was not gonna lie, badass. And I Fuck liked how, yeah. and yeah, and then his everyone's reaction towards him, dude, kind of the same reaction you see towards like Naruto people, like oh demon. Um, and then Noel and the rest of the group are tra- were training with Patri. Came back to the wait, my bad. Back in, the, are you? Oh, and then my bad. Asta reunites with Noel's group. Uh, back in the Spade Kingdom, the Clover Knights are having a hard time dealing with the demons in the kingdom. And demons are providing too powerful. And that's until Noel and the group arrives and begins to give aid. And oh, you also get to see uh, Asta's new transformation. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty good. Love that union mode. In Mashal this week, the exam tournament continues. Um with the, reni- the nine remaining members. Uh, they're split into three teams. MASH, DOT, and Finn are put onto the same team because, of course. Um, the next exam is a battle between where each member is given a crystal they have to protect, while at the same time, they have to try and destroy the other team's crystals. MASH being MASH, the moment he gets his crystal, he drops it and it breaks. And then DOT, also being an idiot, immediately drops his crystal and it breaks. So that just leaves their team with Finn's crystal. And of course, it wouldn't be a shonen if there weren't stakes. Once the exam starts, they get split up, so they're all separated. Um, Finn is immediately um, confronted by Carpaccio, who is way stronger than him. Finn knows exactly he's He's freaking outclassed. And he has to hope MASH finds them in time. Okay, okay. Nice, nice. Uh, next, going on to Komi can't communicate. Komi and the rest decide to leave Mumbai with Talano. So, and then when when she realizes that, she knows, like, she's in, in her monologue, is like, I should confess now. And then she has kind of a, uh, what's it called? Um, like, I'm forgetting the word. But she wants parts of her want to tell him, and parts of her don't want to tell him because she she kind of goes into thinking he will be nice, but you know me the me the me part I just know it won't be the same. And while that's happening, Komi from afar sees that, and she has to go run not run away, but has to get out of the room because it's hard to see her. I think what her best we could say her best friend in a way, mm-hmm. yeah, her best friend. Uh, trying to confess her love to the, the, the guy she loves. So that kind of, you know, brings a pain in her heart. It does. Yo, bro, what the fuck? How what? did we skip one? Did we go out of order? Because... Nashua... No, oh, you got to go to the bottom. You got to go Kaguya. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, I'm tripping. That's on me. My bad. Yeah. This week in Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, the sexual tension between Kaguya and Miyuki is at an all-time high. In today's, sh- in this week's shenanigans, um, the cat that Kaguya recently um uh, brought into the student council had a bunch of like those little spiky burrs stuck to his fur, mm-hmm. and 
those birds get stuck on um Kaguya on her uniform. Miyuki wants to take them off, but he's afraid that Kaguya is going to misinterpret his intentions because she has one stuck on her chest and one stuck on her butt. So he comes up with the plan to whip them off using a towel, using his quote unquote God tier towel control. Kaguya doesn't realize what he's uh, what he's doing. She thinks he's just fucking being weird, <laughs> and she thinks he's. I don't know. She thinks he's, he's trying to get some. Yeah, she thinks she's under the impression that he wants to get some because she knows that Miyuki wants to have sex with her. Um. So she she starts thinking that him using that towel as a whip is part of some S and M play, and luckily. Uh, Chika and Ishigami arrive just in time, and Chika tells them, tells Kaguya that she has birds stuck on her chest and on her butt. That's when Kaguya realizes, oh, you know, Miyuki was just trying to be nice. She realizes that she's the one thinking indecently, and she becomes flustered. Seems like Kaguya is starting to become aware that you know, this the sexual mm-hmm. tension goes both ways. All right, let's go into Rent-A-Girlfriend. So Chizuru is becoming more and more aware of her feelings for Kazuya, but she still doesn't understand them, which is kind of like, okay, it's 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 kind of relatable, you know? Uh, she invites Kazuya to... Uh, dude, I wanted to say Kazuya <laughs> right now. Kazuya, <laughs> Kazuya to a party that she was invited from her uh, co-worker, Umi. Once they, once they get to the party, like before she actually gets there, Kazuya's like by himself, you know, thinking. And then next thing you know, you see Chizuru coming in. And then he's kind of reminded, like, yo, she's like out of my league. She really is. <laughs> you know? Man. Yeah. Chizuru's out of Kazuya's lead. League. Lead. In Kaku's fiance this week, as a result of the of the poll they made where they had us uh, draw, draw straws, Sachi and Umino end up having to share a room together. Although they're both used to sharing a room because they grew up together, sharing a room. The only thing uh, separating them was a curtain. They're now restless laying next to each other on a bed because they realize, hey, they have feelings for each other. So that makes it kind of hard for them to keep playing the brother-sister role when they're not really brother and sisters. Yeah. Hero and Erica share a room together. Right? Because that was the result of the other draw. And they end up spending the time playing Twister and they take a bath together. Might I might I add, there was some amazing fan service this chapter. <laughs> um the girls reflect on how they never thought they'd become so close to each other because Erica is like the most famous teenager on Instagram. And Hero's the class the class uh she's pretty much the smartest girl in school. So and they're glad that they were finally able to come to come close. Then Hero drops the bomb, a fucking bombshell on Erica's head, asking her that, hey, you know, if you're not into Umino, can I have him for myself? That completely throws Erica off. But, you know, 
typical manga. Hero falls asleep before yeah. Erica can answer. And later on, at the very end of the chapter, Erica realizes that her brother, her the brother that she's been searching for, has been using that the villa that they're at. So, yeah, yeah, man, things are heating up in Kaku's fiance. All right, so let's talk about manga. Let's talk with first manga coming up, My Hero. Oof, My Hero. All right. Ooh. All right. So it's kind of like I like this because we're getting to know like a lot about the background, like about the 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 problems that are happening within the Todoroki family. Dude, honestly, it's crazy what's happening. So you know, we get to see intensity, dude. Like you have the intensity of uh endeavor looking at shoyo's mom and the way they look at each other is like was straight up hate and it's crazy like the first two panels are like that yeah dude like horikoshi's in his fucking bag when he's writing about fucking like character motivations and character backgrounds that's that's yeah. what my hero's best at bro like the yeah and like in the the intensity in the panels that he gives too like you could see the intensity in it Oh, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, man. Just seeing um, the other side to the whole Endeavor abuse. How, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, we, this entire time, you know, everyone hates Endeavor because he's like an abuser, right? Which he is. At yeah. the end of the day, he's still an abuser. Like, he's still fucked up. He did wrong. But we get a little bit more content as to, like, why he did it. Why? You know? Yeah. We're like, Dude, it's crazy. Like the that one thing really led it, like led a lot to it, to the towards the hate towards each other. Yeah, dude. Like, like, Davi's like, like what's happening? Davi really did did lead, lead <laughs> having a little troll there. Did really lead um to like them falling apart. But I feel like not just that. It was like getting Quirk married as well. I think that's kind of kind of led to a part of it too. That's the base of it. If I want to, if you want to really want to talk about it like that, it's the base dude, of it. But Dobby just was was pushing it more and more. Dude, when Toya when Toya fucking threw that shit in his mom's face, oh, bro, that was a crazy. I was side. like, dude, fuck, even like, man, dude, it was like fucking lashing out, dude. Yeah, and like you know, like you know how I was talking about the intensity, mm-hmm. right? So you know when he's like break, uh, we're trying to w- waking up his brother, like telling him, "Hey, come on, let's train or let's you know all this shit, dude." You can see how much he's like desperately grabbing on to wanting to be a hero. Like, dude, it's like kind of scary, but not like, oh my god, I'm scared. Like scary and like it's crazy scary. Like, dude, nah, man, this is de- desperation to the max, bro. This is such good fucking storytelling from Horikoshi because. If you look at it, bro, that obsession runs in the Todoroki family. Toya inherited that obsession of wanting to prove himself to Endeavor. The same obsession that Endeavor had towards being number one, towards surpassing All Might, is what Toya inherited. He inherited that obsession of proving his worth to his dad. And if you really think about it, Shoto had that same obsession in the beginning of My Hero until Deku got into his head, which is why the last panel of this chapter is um that that scene between uh, Deku and Todoroki at the sports festival. 
Yeah, because he has a friend mm-hmm. now. That uh, Toya never had that. And honestly, I feel like the reason why Horikoshi ended the chapter with that panel is because Shoto realizes if Deku hadn't saved me at that point, I would have turned into Toya. And that's fucking crazy. Like, Horikoshi yeah, is dude. really amazing, dude. He's a great, great author. Like, I I don't care what anybody says. Like, as much as people want to, like, make up controversies in the My mm-hmm. Hero fandom, man, he deserves so much credit. He's really good. He's really, really good. He really dude, it's like... Dude, it's like, okay, seeing Endeavor get mad, but like for a good reason, in a way, to, uh, to at uh, Dobby. It's like, he's like, Dobby's talking to him, but he gets mad because he wants him to. They just never had a normal way of talking to each other. You know, it's like, you see him get mad, it's like, dude, fuck, dude, like, this kid's got, this kid's fucked up. He is, he's a very fucked up kid. Um, you know, and it, it makes it sad. It, it's sad because in Endeavor at that time was in a very, very bad place. And, you know, yeah. it reflected in the relationship he had with his family. He's not like that anymore. I, I, I think Endeavor's changed. He's working I genuinely day. feel like Endeavor's changed. And what really pushed them was um, um, All Might's um, fall. Like, that hmm. responsibility of finally being number one, not Tell because he surpassed All Might, but because All Might, you know, had, had to, to retire. retire. Like I, I feel like that was like the wake up call. Like, hey, you know, like you were down, you were going down the wrong path the entire time, and you know, there's nothing you can do to make up for what happened. But what you can do is make sure that it, it doesn't, doesn't continue, continue to, to happen. happen, and that's. Great, bro. That yeah, is yeah. great character progression. I Endeavor is yeah. one of my favorite characters in my hero. Like from from the moment he stepped up and became number one, so like we are now, we are now, bro. Now, I think he's just gotten. He's yeah. become a much, much, much more better character. I'm not saying he's likable because you know I'm not gonna excuse what yeah. he did. At the end of the day, he's at the not. end of the day, what he did was fucked up and he was wrong, and he shouldn't have done it. But I'm just glad that instead of just having some like really cheap fucking um finalization to his character, like killing him off, like like you know, like killing him off against that Nomu, right? That's mm. how you do it. You know, I know for a fact people would be like, Oh yeah, he deserved it. That's what he gets. He's an abuser. Now I I think what Horikoshi is doing with his character is much better. Cause he's making him suffer and he deserves to suffer. Like all the shit, all yeah, the shit Endeavor is going through, he deserves that 100%. And I'm glad he's going through it. Hey, when you think about it, it's kind of like how with Vegeta, don't you think? Yeah, about it? yeah, like, yeah, like it's like Vegeta's type, type of thing where he was like the main character, fucking being a piece of shit to everybody, even killing the fucking Nappa. Bro, it's funny that you, that you bring that up. Um, we'll we'll talk about um Dragon Ball for just a little bit later because there is a Dragon Ball Super dropped a. Uh, chapter this chapter? week. Well, we can talk right. about it a little bit. Yeah, and I just, yeah, just kind of I like how the family is like able to like um, feel the guilt, and they're noticing it, and they're like accepting that they didn't know how to talk to him. You know, that's what I, I really like this chapter. They just accepting the 
their faults with the responsibility they had of uh, of Dobby. Yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see um wh- where Horikoshi takes this. Um, yeah. The uh, the direction that the story is taking makes it seem like I I don't want to say Dobby's gonna be like one of the main villains now. I don't I don't think so. Mm. I think he's gonna be uh Shoto's final fight, you know, he's gonna be his final goal. He we're gonna we're gonna get that. Whether it's both Endeavor and Shoto fighting him, I don't know. We have to wait and see. But yeah. it, it seems to me that uh Todoroki Shoto is getting his his shine, his his spotlight. Because um yeah. I've I don't know about other people, but I see um Shoto as one of the future UA big three along with Bakugo and Deku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it too. I can see it. The three of them are gonna be um they no, they're not gonna be. They are the next generation. They're gonna be the ones that carry their their generation on their back. Yeah, I think that's gonna be like a heavy burden on them, but they could do it. I mean, they've been pulling. I mean, up. Deku and Bakugo already proved themselves against Shigaraki. Like they were in it. Like they were in that war. They were right in the middle. Um, they would have lost if it wasn't for Deku showing up. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah, I think it was a really good chapter. You know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes. You have really good chapters. Sometimes you have chapters where they're like average. This, I think, was a good chapter this week. A really good chapter showing intensity, showing regret, burden. I think it was a really good chapter. It was a really good chapter. Um, I think, weirdly enough, I think my hero shines the brightest when there's no action. Yeah, because of the emotional impacts that they're having inside of the manga. On the other side of the coin. Let's talk about Black Clover. All right, go ahead. So go this ahead. week in Black Clover, um, Asa just finished off the Ancient Demon. Um, we, I fucking love Asa's um, a Devil Union mode. He looks raw. Mm-hmm. He really does. He looks fucking great. Yes. Um, he's he's one shotting Ancient Demons. So <laughs> that he's pretty fucking strong now. Um. Yeah, too bad. Too bad he could only hold it like for five minutes though. But I mean, he did train like what three days, right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember like how. Days, but right? he didn't train long enough. Yeah, he didn't train it long enough to have more than like five minutes. So I mean, that's kind of that's dope. It is. Um, I'm glad. Um, he didn't just get some insane power up without a backdrop, like without. Yeah. But yeah, and then um, he Noel is back. She's back with um with Luck and Charmy and everybody who was training with Patry. Dude, okay, so Luck looks badass. No, not gonna lie, he he could also pass for like a low key demon with the way he looks. But you know, since it's lightning, it just looks badass because he has the horns. Yeah, Luck does look he has a, badass. His bro. armor, man, Tabata is so fucking good at drawing raw characters in Black Clover. They all look you badass, really man. And, <laughs> man, even even Noel and her Valkyrie armor. 
um even charmy when when she goes into her her drawer form yeah yeah dude Dude, you know what made me laugh what when, you know that one guy that's always like oh, saying yeah. he's a super strong yeah. yeah that shit makes me laugh because of his inside voice he's like oh please don't <laughs> this big this was like the biggest capper you'll get he is the biggest bullshitter bro man hey fuck it man he's up there he's a he's a king's like right hand man <laughs> dude dude this fool and fucking soga king and um <laughs> uh Hercule from Dragon Ball. Oh, dude, Hercule is like the biggest fucking fucking character. Man, I, I love characters like that, like like Usopp, like Buggy, like Hercule. I feel like every series needs one. They're just like perfect comedic relief. It, it, yeah. it hits every time, bro. Like it hits every time. I think it was a good chapter. Um, I I, mm-hmm. I think it was a good chapter. It was a good chapter. Um. I think last week's chapter was better, but mm. what, what I'm most interested about is what is set up because Fuego Leon, a captain, I, I think he's one of the strongest captains. He was struggling with these demons. Like he couldn't, he couldn't fend them off. Like there's too many demons. Like they're all over the place. Um, Well, the devils, right? Not demons. The devils. Yeah. There's too many devils running around, destroying everything, and they can't handle them. But yet, Noel's group gets here, and it seems like they handled it no problem. That that says a lot. How how strong do you think they are now? Uh, I wouldn't say captain level. I well, I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, just like in my hero, we have a uh, we have. Uh, Deku, Bakugo, and Shoto. We have Asta, Yuno, and Noel. You know, and if Asta's out here one-shotting ancient demons, I'd I'd assume Noel has to be up there. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she's that be strong. Because she she has to fight would... um uh uh Magicula, uh, Magicula like. She's gonna have to take on one of the dark triad. I don't think Charlotte is gonna be able to handle her. So mm-hmm. Noel has to be at least up to dark triad level. I don't who knows if she's there after just that those couple days training with Patrick, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get a new um a new f- armor form for her. What I think you could say is probably she's gonna fight, but she's gonna struggle, and then I think someone might come and help her take her out. I, That's I, what I think. I, I don't feel like she has that so much of a power up. I think uh, Lolo Pachica's gonna die. I think she's gonna die, and Noel's gonna get the water spirit. Well, we'll see. Because I up. feel like that just makes sense because uh, well, no- Noel has water magic, and. Mm-hmm. To be able to keep up with Yuno, who has the the wind spirit, and Asta, who has a who has a devil, I think she has to inherit the water. The water mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah, sounds. Let's we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, can't wait to see if that actually does happen. All right, switching over from Battle Shonen, how about we get into some of the slice of life? Slice of life. All right, so we'll we'll talk about Komi can't communicate. Dude, honestly, 
it's getting it's finally starting i'm not gonna say like it's finally starting to get somewhere but you're starting to finally see like mambagi nah bro it's like, it's I'm finally starting to get somewhere <laughs> well you know yeah yeah you're right because the whole time it was just like herself and mambagi to themselves now it's like she's pushing it she's and you know not er- like you not everyone could go like oh uh, you know, come out and say it. It's like inner, like you're mm-hmm. fucking nervous. You don't know what to talk about because you're too aware of it. So that should made me laugh. Damn, dude, Mamba, you so cute. She is cute. Um, I do you think she's gonna confess? I don't think she's gonna be able to confess. Yeah, I know because of those panels where like she's like thinking about oh, you know how it won't be the same. I feel like she wouldn't, but I feel like she would do it right now, though. I feel like she would. How How do you feel about uh your girl Comey being heartbroken? Look, all I say, all I'm gonna say is I don't know. Look, all I'm gonna say is the title doesn't say Mambagi can't communicate. All right, <laughs> it says Comey can't communicate, not Mambagi. You know, I I like that. I'm really happy. This is one of the best Comey chapters we've had for a while. Based off the fact yeah. that I was so sick and fed up with Comey just being like okay with everything, because deep down, she's yeah, bro. Like that's not normal. Like there's no way possible that Comey's just gonna be okay with her her two best friends hooking up together when she has feelings for him, and the fact mm-hmm. that. This entire time, she's just been so supportive. Just like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, you know. Everything's okay. But what do you expect? It's, she can't communicate these feelings. I know, but it's the fact that we... This is the first time we've seen it affect... Like her, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, it's she's um she's torn because she wants to be a good friend. Because Komi, at, at the end of the day, she's a really nice girl. She's a really nice, friendly girl. So she wants her friend to um, be able to, you know, confess her feelings. But at the same time, she doesn't want it to happen because she wants to not know for herself. It's conflicting. She's conflicted. I feel like this is something we needed to see from Comey. Um, yeah. I think it's pretty fucking obvious that Tadano is going to end up with Comey. You know? No, yeah. No one actually thinks that Mambagi is going to have a, have a shot. But, I mean... Who knows? Um, from what we've seen from Tarano, I it's pretty obvious that he's he's in love with Comey. Yeah. But recently, you know, Tarano's been a little blushy, blushy around Mambabi. Mm. Pa, bro, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I've I just. I think yeah, I, I just feel, I would feel bad for Mambagi, honestly. You know how um how on depending on where you read read the chapters um you can leave comments. So I yeah. never I never leave comments on on sites or um or read them, but I accidentally clicked on them for this week's uh Komi chapter, <laughs> and the top the top rated comment, the most liked comment was. Wow, so this is what plot progression feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's, it's true, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. This is the uh, first time the plot has progressed in like 50 chapters, I want to say. Yeah. So you want to go into the next one? 
Uh, rent a girlfriend. We can talk about rent a girlfriend yeah. for a bit. So, um, Chizuru's finally fucking realizing that she likes Kazuya. What do you think? I'm um, I I think it took took fucking long enough, but it should be more interesting now. Yeah, dude, I swear the. Dude, I can't. I swear the way they drew Chizuru. Oh my gosh, bro! The fucking art style that this dude makes, that this dude draws, my bad, is amazing. I swear. Great. Like, you'll go. You'll go from like. You'll go from like plain, kind of not plain, but like, like not too much detail, like just enough detail, but then you'll go to like the extreme details of pre- when she's like pretty as fuck. Yeah, bro. Miyajima is fucking really good at balancing out um uh, balancing out his art be- or yeah, yeah because to be honest man when I, I love seeing like those those chibi moments or like where she goes cat yeah. girl oh, like that, that's best. adorable but then the same chapter maybe the next page you'll switch it up and then we get like those fucking Beautiful panels of just Chizuru. Nah, dude, he he's very good. He's very very. Good. Yeah. And um, there's a there's a little documentary on uh on YouTube. I think I sent it to you. You did. Yeah, um, I seen it. What I found really amazing is how um, Miyajima, the author, he he actually like researches fashion magazines to draw to draw the oh, girls yeah. in like. Every every chapter of Rent a Girlfriend, the outfits the girls are wearing, they're actual outfits that he picks out for them from uh, the latest fashion magazines of that week. And I think that's fucking awesome, bro. Like, that is some real dedication to your craft. <laughs> One of the few fucking mangas that have uh, people changing clothes instead of wearing the same fucking yeah, thing bro, all can, the time. Can you imagine if, um, if, like, a show like Naruto, bro... Instead of wearing the same fucking outfit every day, they had a different fit on. Yeah. And, and you, you know how he says, like, oh, I'm so out of her league. And, like, when I look at it, it's like, remember how I was saying, like, all oh, the art style for some scenes are plain? Okay, so the cool part, I think, in this, you could really see how plain Kazuya is. And then when you see Chizuru, how much effort he puts into her in this. Actually, um, you know something that I've, I've noticed is these past couple of of chapters like i i'd say like the, i haven't gone back to 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 read them uh, older chapters but l- i want to say since chizuru has realized that she's falling for kazuya every mm-hmm. time we see kazuya from chizuru's perspective like if it's a flashback of her like looking at him kazuya has been drawn in way more detail I don't know if you noticed, but um, you know, Kazi is usually drawn like really plain and stuff, right? Like your typical, um, uh, yeah, like his, his his usual start, uh, usual, usual yeah. Look. But every time that we see Kazuya through Chizuru's eyes, he's drawn in like r- insane detail, and I think that's a really good touch because um, I think um, I think the reason why there's such a big contrast between um when the characters look plain and when he goes in is because every time we see Chizuru looking super beautiful, it's through Kazuya's eyes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
you could see it you could totally see it especially after like this week's week's uh chapter you could especially you could really see it like dude she's just basically glowing yeah dude, i i think he that's really really good like that's such a smart choice to make i mm. i'm surprised it took me this long to realize i don't know if, i don't know if he's been doing that from the beginning but if he has that's just yeah, that's appreciate that's, that's something we got really appreciate. subtle touch yeah dude i'm i'm impressed um i'm still team ruka you know mm-hmm. i but i i've never i never actually believed that ruka is going to end up with kazia it's not one of, i don't think this is going to be one of those series where we get surprised but i am glad that I've slowly, slowly started warming up to Jizuru ending up with them. Because in the beginning, I, didn't, I did not think they deserved to be together. Um, I feel like they... The sooner they tear down this whole facade... Yeah. Of them just being rental. Rental? The better, the better it'll get, um, you think? No, the more I will like... I will open up to you the like idea it? of them actually ending up together. Because hmm. if they can't yeah. stop lying to themselves, then they shouldn't be together. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll most likely see it happen in the future. Hopefully, it does. That'd be kind of weird if it didn't. So, you want to go into the next chapter of the next manga? Uh, yeah, we'll go from two people who can't open up about how they feel to two people who actually finally have opened up let's talk about kaguya all right dude this chapter was it funny was this hilarious. was a funny chapter it was fucking hilarious yeah bro. i i really like this arc um i never expected um them to go into the whole like like Talking about the sexual aspect sex. yeah yeah from from the moment um miyuki started talking about well, pretty much talking to to the guys about you know about like how far you've gone and stuff like that I thought that was really cool because um up to that was like two hundred chapters in and that had like never been explored like at all that was that had not been touched upon and now that Kaguya knows that like Miyuki wants to lose his virginity <laughs> she's like on I'm edge aware. dude it was funny because when when she's like walking in and he's like looking like he's like like fapping mm, you know. Fapping, she made me laugh. She's like, "Oh my gosh, bro! She, oh my god, that shit was funny as fuck." Her her mind went to the one fucking thing, one thing that lots of people think it is. Man, it, I I don't know, bro. Kaguya Sama has this like insane fucking talent for putting in such ridiculous situations with like real life situations because like this whole um uh, the whole sexual tension between kaguya and, and miyuki that they have going on right now that's like real life like that really happens between like two people who just started dating um especially if they're virgins like they have these feelings they don't know how to express it they don't know um, uh, what to do with them but at the same time we're getting like that in that ridiculous twist that only Kaguya Sama knows how to do. Like this this yeah, week it true. was with the little the little spiky birds on her uniform and <laughs> you know 
of course, and, you know, his his solution is to whip him off with a towel. <laughs> and then she's thinking into your favorite type of uh, play, SNM play. My favorite play? Yeah. <laughs> Except, you know, you're not the one whipping <laughs> I don't. I don't know how, bro. I am not a masochist. I. I don't know what. Look, makes dude, me whenever someone asks me, look. Whenever someone asks me why is he such a masochist, I just tell him he's true to his desires. All right, just let him be. <laughs> okay, for a little context, everybody. Um, there was this one time where he discovered his masochist side. I. I <laughs> asked him a question from about a certain scene in seven deadly sins where um one of the yeah it it was um this this all fucking started when when i told you that i thought it was hot that jericho stomped a guy oh yeah there we go like a drop of his blood like splashed on her face and she used that that blood to like like redden her lips and i said oh you know i thought that was kind of hot you thought you somehow took that as me wanting her to step on me. <laughs> I thought it was hot because I was pretty raw and it shows that she, that she was a fucking like cold blooded. I thought that was fucking cool. You know, and you usually don't like you usually see like guy characters doing shit like that. Like like blood will splash on their face and they'll lick it off, you know. But like this this is a this is like the first time I see a girl do it and she did it to fucking to like redden her lips like if it was lipstick i thought that was fucking cool and i had already liked jericho at that point so so when i saw her being cool i was like oh yeah that's fucking hot it's attractive not that she's stomping yeah. a fucking guy you know i'm not saying oh step on me jericho i like i like uh, uh i am attracted to powerful women and jericho in that scene seemed like a powerful woman all right well let's get back to it uh yeah, and I just I think it was kind of cute when she's like, she 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 was like, oh, it's not him being decent, it's me. And I thought that was cute. That's a cute moment it right there. It was cute, of her. but I'm glad that Kagi is finally fucking realizing because she's always been indecent. If if you really think about it, like her mind is always like instantly goes to the worst possible case. That's and true. You can't uh, be. You can't exactly be very innocent if that's only that's the first thing you think of. Mm. All right, let's see. Now we got Cuckoo's fiance. fiance. Okay. Yeah. So, I wanted to talk about Cuckoo's fiance because I feel like, alongside with Kaguya-sama, I think they are the two mm. best rom coms out right now. Uh. Kaku's fiance has somehow managed to balance um the pretty much elements from past past rom coms and mesh it really well together because it has um it has great fan service characters uh fan service moments yeah. it has as ridiculous moments it has classic um you know like anime tropes. Yeah, and this and this chapter was kind of funny because they were doing that um fucking what's it fan service? Yeah, but it wasn't like all like nudity or anything like that. It was like sexy poses. Come on, man, man. Every once in a while, you need. And it, it made me laugh because she like 
in those the games that the games and the stuff that were like around her she thought it was her dad oh yeah she thought, she thought her dad was using it to like cheat <laughs> so that was funny um but yeah bro like like the first page i saw that i was like oh sachi and Um umino they're gonna share a room together we're gonna get a sachi chapter very next page we see um erica and that pose playing twister i was like oh so it's gonna be one of those chapters Oh, okay. I don't mind anyways. And when, when we saw a hero being the little uh, soap monster, hmm. yeah, bro, that hit. <laughs> that definitely hit. You're like, hey, no one near me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to <laughs> Ch- I think I'm gonna step to out channel the my inner Miyuki. <laughs> nah, it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it was a great chapter. Um, and you know what I did? You know what I liked about it too? How like er- Erica kind of got serious for a moment though. Like she's talking about, you know, being fr- having friends and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And that's exactly what makes uh, Kaku's fiance so good because it's able to, to combine all the serious issues, all the funny moments, and all the fan service like almost perfectly. And I don't know many series like that. Um, because the thing that I most liked about this chapter was Hero straight up asking Erica if she can have Umino Kun. I don't know why I said it Kun at the end. But yeah, the fact that Hero straight up asked Erica, hey, you know, if you don't like him, can I have him? And, you know, you don't see that much in any romance manga. Like, that is straight up. Like, usually, you know, they do the whole. No, they didn't horror me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Where what Remy's like. Asking but that's what uh, sets horror me apart. Oh, but that was just Ami being like joking around. Oh, like this. This was serious. Good joke there, pal. This was like straight up hero asking Erica, like, "Hey, you know, like I want him," and I, I think that was great. Um, yeah, but I think towards the end is like now what's gonna happen now because you know her brother. Yeah, want want to know what I think? Hmm. Um, I yeah, good. I I think right, um right. I think Erica's older brother mm-hmm. is Hero's fiance. That that is oh. my theory. I think um because in today's chapter, Hero said that she's never met him. She knows mm-hmm. nothing about him. And when you connect those dots, it makes sense. Because like looking at the panels, yeah. I think I could see it. Happening. And um I, I feel like we have a good um like love square. Well Yeah, it's a square. Right? Because um the moment square. Yeah, because it's three in him. Because Sachi, Umino, I mean Sachi, Hiro, and Erica all like him and he has feelings for all three of them. Although he tells himself that he's he's in love with Hero. You kind of I believe it. it. I, I do think out of the three of them, Hero's the one he, he wants, at least right now. But um he's you he's clearly it. he's clearly like, attracted to Erica. Like Erica is his fiance, yeah. whether he wants to or not. And you know, he's starting to see like the, the good side in Erica. Yeah, and then like in this chapter you see him kind of being a little more self conscious around his sister. His sister. Well his not his sister. Yeah, yeah, we're just saying sister because you know they grew up yeah, together. Yeah, so um, so 
little context for everybody who yeah. do- doesn't know about Kaku's fiance and Kaku's fiance, um, our main character, um, Umino, he was switched at birth with um, Erica. So Umino grew up with Erica's family, and Erica grew up with um, Umino's family, and um, they didn't they didn't find out that they were switched at birth until. Like in high school, so that kind of leads it to where it they're is. Like right what, sixteen, sixteen, seventeen? Yeah, sixteen, so seventeen. Six- no, no, they're not. They're sixteen because uh, I think uh, high school there's up to like. 17. Yeah, they're second years, and um, Sachi's yeah. a first year, right? No, she's going to be a first year. So then they're first years, because uh, that I know of, they're, they're, they're only a year apart. Oh, then yeah, yeah, she did. And then yeah, they're first year. Yeah, because. She's she's about oh, to go. Right. She's studying year. to get into their high school. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So so Erica and, and Umino were separate. Were switched at birth, and their parents, you know, when they found when they finally found out, they decided that you know, in order to fix their problem, <laughs> as ridiculous as, as it sounds, they decided that to fix their issue because they wanted their actual child back, but at the same time, they didn't want to get rid of the child they raised they decided to marry them so they have an arranged marriage with erica and umino their fiancés hence kaku's fiance but you know they they don't like each other you know it's an arranged marriage so in the beginning well in the beginning they yeah and later later on it kind of gets to where it is now where they're kind of starting to kind of like each other yeah like i it's clear it's clear that they're um attracted erica likes no, or it's more clear with erica, erica definitely likes umino yeah. now and sachi see the i'm i'm like iffy about sachi because mm-hmm. i'm not um you know, I'm not exactly a, a big fan of the incest route. <laughs> but technically, yeah, but it's, technically not it's not incest because they're not related. Erica, uh, yeah. Erica is Sachi's sister. Um, not Umino. Umino's not her brother. But they grew up together, so they grew up as brother and sister. So but the thing that um that gets to me is that now now that they know they're not brother and sister. They have that awkwardness, like they yeah. have that awkwardness to each other, and the fact. Um, I think, I think um, Umino's out of the three of them. I feel like Sachi's one Umino likes the least. It makes sense because I mean they were they do grow up like brother and sister basically. But at the same time, it sort of feels like he's starting to see her in a different way now. Like you've been seeing it with the definitely he's he's finally starting to see her like as a girl. Yeah, but the 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 weird part is that out of the three of them, Sachi's the one he's closest to. Like Sachi's the only one that like really knows him. Like she knows him the best. He knows her the best. They they know almost everything about each other. They grew up together. They've always had that love for each other. And now that love is starting to transform into, into a different thing. thing. I don't know. At, yeah. at, at this point, who who are you rooting for? Who do you think he's gonna end up with? I don't know, dude. Because Erica looks like the old, um, the old uh, author's, uh, the old creator's uh, 
other character from Yamaha. Oh, yeah. So like it'd be her. Because I mean, it, it looks, she, they look straight up the same. Honestly, right now at this point, well, you know, she Erica is the main girl, you know, so yeah. But we'll we'll see what happens because it's never necessarily predetermined, but, but it kind of see. Just but the reason good. I'm uh, my the reason my theory is that um, Hero's uh, fiance is Erica's older brother. Well, I guess we should stop saying older brother because it's technically it's Umino's older brother. Damn, this is really confusing. I bet for anyone who doesn't read, read Kaku's fiance, they're yeah. gonna be lost as fuck listening to this. But technically, if Hero is um engaged to the older the older sibling, you know, pretty much the older Uminokan, mm. Erica is in the same situation that Sachi's in. Because Erica's in love with with the older brother. She's always looked yeah. up to him. She's, you know, she's been looking for him for years now. And Erica's in the exact same situation as Sachi because Sachi has feelings for Umino, who she thought was her older brother for 15 years. And Erica is in love with the older brother who she thought she was related to for 15 years. And you know, and if it turns out that he's engaged to Hero, that's like the perfect fucking bombshell. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like naturally that's where the story is gonna go, and that's the the only thing that can make this series spicier than what it is. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens next week. We'll see. We'll talk about that, and let's go into the the final manga, uh, Boruto. Okay, so. I got a lot of things about I'll let, you, I'll, let, I'll let you talk about it because I don't really know much of what's happening. I seen like a spoiler this week. All right. Of what's happening because that damn that's fucking crazy that's All happening. Right. So Brian um uh, doesn't read Boruto the manga. I do. Um, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I don't hate it because of like how he acts. I just kind of don't like the the art style. It looks kind of oh, weird the to me. Yeah. The the not the author the fucking. The, uh, the, the artist, the artist, yeah, the illustrator, the artist. I just don't like the art style he the, that he went with. Um, he's fixed it. The late, the latest chapter is um uh, looks a bit more like um the old Naruto. But um, for those who don't know, the original author for Naruto, uh, Kishimoto, he 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 didn't write Boruto. He wasn't in charge of Boruto. He let a different author and illustrator do Boruto. Take yeah, over. take over for his series while he went on and tried to do his own manga, which didn't do that well. And since that manga didn't do well, and people weren't very happy with the direction Boruto was going, Kishimoto came back and took over Boruto. Oh, shit. Sure, know, know that? that? Yeah, so uh, Kishimoto's yeah. In, uh, back in charge of Boruto. Um, he's not He's not doing the art. He's still letting the illustrator do it. He took yeah. over the story. So, so yeah, man. Um, all that hate about, like, oh, this isn't Naruto. Hey, man, this is Naruto now. Like, Naruto's back to his roots. The original author took it back over. And yeah, for starters, I never really had an issue with Boruto. I saw the story um, in the beginning. It was kind of meh. But once, once the plot, like, started moving forward once like things started rolling 
I found it really interesting. And in last, uh, Boruto is a monthly. It's not week like Naruto mm-hmm. was. So there's only one chapter every month. Last month, um, Boruto was taken over. Right? He was His body was possessed. And he stabbed Sasuke's Renegon. So Sasuke no longer has that Renegon. My guy. Um, Sasuke is not just a regular dude. And in this week's episode, uh, in this month's chapter, Kurama died. The nine-tailed fox inside of Naruto has died. Well, I mean, what we've been told is that they don't really die. They they just take a long time to No, come back. he's dead. Oh, Kurama's gone. Yeah. Like No, because I remember in the Naruto, they're like, oh, they don't really die. They just take a while to come yeah. back because of their because they're just pure no, chakra. No. Yeah. So um in Naruto, um, you're probably talking about uh, the final fight between Naruto and Sasuke when Kurama gives the like the rest of his chakra to, to Naruto and he says he's gonna go to sleep for a while. Yeah, no. Um, in Boruto, in this latest fight that happened, Boruto took on a new form. Hmm. And in this new form, um, Kurama told him that, you know, th- he'll die. Like, like they're going to die if they use this form. But Bar- from Naruto had to use that form because he was overpowered. Naruto and Sasuke were getting washed, believe it or not. So Naruto took on that form and he was able to fight fight off the villain. But at the cost of what he thought was his life. But it turns out that Kurama lied, had lied to him. And instead of Naruto being the one that dies, it was Kurama. Damn, bro. So Kurama has now passed away. He um he got he got to say goodbye to Naruto. And Naruto now is a regular guy as well. Both in the span of two chapters, both Sasuke and Naruto have pretty much lost what made them gods. Because now that Sasuke no longer has a Renegon, he just has his regular um, EMS. And Naruto, he no longer has the QB chakra. Naruto no longer has the power of the Nine-Tailed Fox. Um, I'm not sure if Naruto is even able to access the other spirits anymore. I mean, I wouldn't technically count that out. I think he would. I don't think he can because Kurama was the reason he was able to talk to the rest of the tailed beasts. But now that he's lost Kurama, he doesn't have like any, any way to channel. I mean, if anything, we'll see what happens again. Like everything, everything like is just, we had to wait to see what happens. And it, it kind of sucks, but you know that's how manga is. We just have to wait. We do, we do, but this changes a lot because. But remember, it's not about Naruto anymore. It's more about Boruto. It, it is. It is. It's still Boruto series, but up until this point, at the end of the day, it's been Naruto and Sasuke handling everything, was just Boruto helping, pretty much just like it was in Naruto, in the first part of Naruto. Naruto was the main protagonist, but Naruto wasn't out here fighting Orochimaru. It was Jirai and Tsunade. Yeah, and you had like it, it him, was- him. It's you have the adults kind of handling a lot of the situations where 
you have a lot of the adults handling situations and you just see the children progress and that that's what's happening yes. right now and like that's my biggest issue is people hating on boruto because i feel like it's hip- hypocrisy because in naruto part one kakashi was the first arc kakashi is the one that takes on zabuza not naruto naruto and sasuke fight haku and, yeah, I mean... and throughout the first part of naruto you know at the end of the day it was just naruto being a kid like Bor- like that's what people don't understand boruto is still a kid like he may be yeah, and this, but there are people stronger than him in the verse. So of course, yeah, it's gonna be other people handling the big, big bad guys. Yeah, and the thing is that it's because of how Naruto. We like we know the background of Naruto and everything. We saw it all happen, and that's I think that's the, where the problem comes because Boruto is like he has everything that Naruto didn't have. So I think that's the problem, a part of of a problem with the way he acts. Yes, and, stuff. and that's the biggest that's the biggest issue in the anime because the anime has had so much filler that compared to in the manga where Boruto is actually Boruto's actually had a lot of growth in the manga. I actually find Boruto in the manga to be kind of cool. And I think he's a pretty cool kid. He's um he's um almost the perfect mix of Naruto and Sasuke when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And now in the manga you have Ko- Kawaki, you know, his rival. He has his quote-unquote Sasuke. Um you really see his growth. Like the way you see him accept Kawaki and the relationship they, they build makes Boruto a much better character. And I really hope the anime hurries up to adapt what's in the manga, because I feel that's, that's the turning point in Boruto. Once the anime starts um, adapting what's going on in the manga, people are going to change their opinions on the series as a whole because one thing that I never that we never got in Naruto or in Shippuden was world building. Um I feel like the world building in Naruto has always been really limited. You know oh, yeah, it was time. a very um no 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 I'm not talking about you know like oh there's technology now and stuff. No I, I feel like the lore in the world is really being explored in Boruto with Yotsuki. Because mm. at the end of Shippuden, you know, a lot of people felt like, oh, you know, like they just added this big baddie. Because I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm, um, I'm guilty of that. I, I thought Kaguya as the final villain was terrible. I feel like they just added Kaguya because um, Kishimoto had no way of defeating Madara. Well, hey, let's uh, let's bring it back because we're gonna going back into Naruto. No, no, I need, I need like. I, I need to get this through so you can understand what I'm what I'm going with. Right? So at the, at the end of Naruto, you know, Kaguya ends up being the big baddie, you know, the Otsuki. And you find out that, oh, you know, she's an alien. She's an alien that came to the planet. Well, no. You find out that the Otsuki are aliens that come that go to different planets and they they plant the chakra the chakra tree. Um, they eat it and they drain they drain the world of the pretty much the life energy, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole that whole part of the Otsuki that's not introduced until like the very end, like the last I want to say maybe maybe five percent of the story, and that's a lot of people's um biggest issue with Naruto. That was my that was my biggest issue with Shippuden. 
because I feel like all of that shit was really rushed and it didn't make sense. Um, what Boruto has done is I don't want to say fix that, but it has covered a lot, a lot of what um Naruto Shippuden wasn't able to do, of what the ending of Naruto wasn't able to do, because in Boruto you um they've explored what the Otsuki are, who they are, what their goal is, and the one the one the biggest takeaway that you get from Boruto is the fact that you know there's there's bigger there's bigger um uh, there's bigger issues than the ninja wars because mm-hmm. Shippuden you know um the ending the second part of Naruto um it really expl- it really pushed back on peace, right? Like the whole pain invasion arc, that was when it really came to like the forefront. Like, oh, you know, Naruto's a child of prophecy because he's gonna he's gonna be the one to find um the world peace, right? How to solve the issues and stuff. Because um uh, war where like my bad like to cut you off, but like we still do like we're kinda going a little too much into it and we're not talking more about the chapter itself as well. You know that right? I know, but it's because like I get, I get what you're trying to do, but we, you, we are kind of passing too much on time on now. So you know, we kind of like we're going a little off well, topic, that, talking about animes and pa- the past pro- problems. Well, like well, that's why I told you I wanted to do Bro to last. That's why I put Jujutsu Kaisen before that because I, I told you I had the most I had to do was about um uh, say it was about Boruto. If anything, I mean, we could, you know, what we could actually do better is keep this to the side and actually explain more about anime, the anime itself and the manga. So we could do it. You get me? What do you mean? Like, because if we we're going to talk Boruto, we could have just talked about the chapter. But the way you're going kind of makes it seem like we could go more into put it as a separate thing. But how would we do like, you know, No, like, you know how you wanted to do the, the how we wanted to do the Ray Zero and talk about it and like what we think about it, discussing it and breaking it kind of down. That's what we're doing right now with Boruto, though. And we're kind of talking about Naruto to Boruto. You get me? Uh, yeah, I get you. Because, like, yeah, because, like, the, the, whole, the whole thing about manga to talk about was, like, the cha- the chapters. And right now we're kind of going a little more past the, just the chapter. Uh, yeah, but that's what, that's what the roundup was for. That... Uh... To talk about just the chapter, the the reason why I wanted to do a manga—that's why, even right there, if you look at it right here on the docs, it says manga to talk about, not manga chapters to talk about. Oh, I should have put that then, because I mean, the whole time, like I was trying to do like just the manga chapter. No, to talk I about. wanted to you talk about. I wanted to talk about how I'm uh, the manga. These chapters, I'm. Uh, I wanted to go into more about these series. You know, that, mm about this week because of how it affected the how it affects the story which is why um which is why when i was talking about black clover i started talking about theories that's why um when i talked about comey i was talking about how that how this is the first time we've gotten plot progressions as my rented girlfriend i was telling you about um uh, about the art and that. how um how yeah. the perspectives things like on all of them that's why i've done it like i have if I wanted to go into into deeper stuff because I don't want to just fucking 
Because if that's the case, then we might as well just fucking make this a manga review instead of a podcast. No. Oh, well, I guess you're right. Well, it's because the thing is, like, the thing not just about discussing it is, like, at the same time, we kind of, I mean, what else, what other manga are we going to talk about that's ongoing and shit like that? You get me? Because they're, like, if we're going to talk about real depth, like, into manga per week, then we might as well be doing one manga per per week. Don't you think? Well, no, because we, in a week, are we, gonna, we, are we talked gonna, about, we talked is, about seven, seven different series in an hour. So, but like, how are we going to continue it with those same seven series though? Or are we going to do new or different mangas to talk about? Or how, how are we going to do that? How are we going to do that set, that segment of talking about the, the manga? Segment, That's the what I mean. Segment? Like, yeah. The segment we're doing right now, how are we going to do it? Like on a weekly next, basis or are we going to next, next week? Um, no, because um, we're going based off of um, uh, the hottest chapters of that week. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, so, so, so let's say next week, my hero has a really mid mid chapter. And then we just won't. We just want to talk about my hero. Okay, okay, okay. That's what, okay, I just wanted. I wanted to see because I feel like if we were just gonna talk about the chapter, I thought you know, so kind of think of a different idea right here. My bad. No, it's all good. I mean. Yeah, because um, the reason why I was fucking going so in on on Boruto right now is because like next week there's no Boruto chapter. I'm not gonna be mm. able to talk about it. I'm gonna have to wait a whole month to talk about Boruto. Yeah, and then um, and well, well, yeah, you know the reason um, um, well, it's it's like I said because um, if if we're, it, I don't want I don't want to just fucking review the chapters because then that would be just a fucking you're right you're right yeah, yeah. so we're just so, um yeah with, with this segment i don't really i don't really care if we go on tangents right? okay yeah just i think just right now i was like trying to figure out what we're gonna do what we're gonna talk about like this this part this part i think the most was like a little confusing i guess but you know what let's, let's just keep it going if you think you can keep it going from where you were at i'm just gonna uh, leave this got... even this convo we're having right now all right. All right, that's fine. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna leave the uh, same because um, well, well, yeah, because I mean, this is a podcast. I mean, yeah, we're uh, planning on the we podcast. Wanna, we want to. We gotta keep on getting. We gotta better. get our discussions out. We gotta. We gotta talk. I mean, I don't want. I don't want people to think that it's all fucking scripted, like, like the yeah. the manga roundup was. The manga roundup was kind yeah. of scripted because we have notes down, written down for everything um we talked about a week. Yeah, but and then the. Talking like the manga we're talking about right now is not. We're just like we just wrote down what mangas we're gonna talk and about. We're just going straight yeah. off the dome, baby. And you, you're going off on Boruto and like kind of bringing up Naruto. Oh, so. I, I never saw, bro. If you would have told me like, if you would have told me like two years ago, bro, that I'd be going in this deep on fuck. No, not not two. Years. If you would have told me a year ago that I'd be going in this fucking deep. On Boruto and defending it and explaining what makes it good, I would not fucking believe you, dude. But here's the thing: I feel like this would have been such a good episode on its own. Bro, though. I I have no issue doing a an episode on just Boruto. Like, mm-hmm. I if you want, if you want, let's do it. One one of these one of, one of these episodes, it'll be a Boruto episode. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about um yeah, uh, what the good the good stuff that's coming out of Boruto coming off the shoulders of naruto because yeah, yeah bro boruto, bro boruto, boruto gets it's unneeded like, hate it's 
It's just like Black Clover, bro. It's just like Black Clover. Like Black Clover gets this unnecessary hate, this hate I don't understand. And Boruto gets the same treatment. I feel like people just need to give the manga a chance because the Boruto anime is some mid. It has great animation. It it gets all the fucking the whole budget mm. from Periot. Periot gives the whole budget to Boruto. As you can see from the Black Clover anime, Black Clover has a shit budget. Mm-hmm. So it gets shit animation. That's the best animation you <laughs> That's top tier, dog. Almost on I don't want to see any I don't want to see anything if it's not choppy, all right? <laughs> if it ain't choppy, take it away from me. If you don't have Asta looking like not Asta, don't even come to me with fucking characters. Oh, if Asta right? doesn't have two different shaped eyes, then it's not good. That's how you... If you don't have Asta looking derpy within every episode, don't even talk to me. That that's not Black Clover. I don't I don't want that. Uh, but yeah, bro, like Oh man. I, I did go on a tangent about Boruto. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. but I don't care. Cause yeah, no. I'm here. This is what I'm here You're for. This is what people are listening for. They're here to listen about two guys fucking just rant about anime and manga. Yeah, and talking like what we think about it. What what are what we think is gonna happen in the future? I think. I mean, I mean, the way we're going, I think is good. My bad for like really stopping you. I just kind of no, nah, no problem, man. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. We probably should have been a little bit clear before we went in yeah. on this segment, but it don't matter. Um, well, I'll I'll close off um what I had to say. All right. Point being, in Boruto, um, Naruto and Sasuke have been nerfed. You know, um, they've been nerfed. They, this is Kishimoto finally saying, you know what? I heard all y'all talking shit. All y'all guys talking about how Naruto and Sasuke are still carrying the fucking series. Here you go. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) <laughs> you're like you know what my my oldest series wasn't doing good but here i'll throw some good shit at you guys you know, bro. This he got time. tired he got tired of the of everyone talking shit about boruto he's like all right you guys want to talk shit fuck your favorite characters there goes sasuke's eye there goes the nine hell fox fuck you guys keep talking shit you guys want to talk more shit i'm gonna kill sakura next chapter that's what <laughs> he's doing he's he's uh, he's got his chest puffed out he's he's fucking he's He's doubling down. Yep, he's doubling down, bro. And you know what? I I hope people stop talking shit because I really don't want to see Sasuke die. <laughs> I doubt it. The way the series is going, I think Kishimoto, Kishimoto is finally saying, you know what? The training wheels are off, you know? This is... Boruto is going to finally step up and take the protagonist role. Um... You should read it, Brian. You you should. Um, I think there's only about I want to say 60, 70 chapters of Boruto out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good read. Um, you can have Have you seen the Boruto movie? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Boruto Naruto the Next Generation, yeah. right? That one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so, it. So um, the first episodes of the Boruto manga are pretty much the movie. Bar, okay, so bar it's, bar they busted a dragon ball. Yeah, bar for bar, word for word. Um, <laughs> bar for bar, word for word. Where the fuck have I heard that? That was, um, that was Soja talking about Drake. Drake? Drake? That same interview on The Breakfast Club, yeah. Um, so if you've seen the movie, you can... um, You can kind of skip that part. In the, yeah, the first, the first chapters in the manga. 
I, I think it's the first 10, 12 chapters, the Boruto mm-hmm. manga. Um, and just go from there. Boruto is really good. I, I recommend it for everyone. Um, I don't recommend the anime because you're going to get fucking 50 episodes of just <sighs> Boruto's little sister drawing flowers and sunshine. But the manga is really good, and it takes it takes um, Naruto to the next level, uh, world building wise. Um, I don't want to say character wise because I feel like the author who took over Kishimoto in the beginning of Boruto, mm-hmm. his strongest suit wasn't characterization. I don't really care as much about the Boruto cast as I do the Naruto cast. Um, part of it might be like nostalgia, right? Part of it might be yeah. like, oh, <laughs> this ain't the same. <laughs> I need me my fucking Shikamaru. I don't... What the fuck is this Shikadai shit? <laughs> this fucking cheap knockoff. But, you know, what Boruto does shine in is, um, like I said, the world building. And yeah. I feel like the plot progresses in Boruto a hundred times faster than it did in Naruto. Oh, whoa. I mean, it is a monthly, so that's probably why. Yeah, it is. But um, Naruto, Naruto, Naruto's um, pacing. And I'm, I'm talking about the manga right now. I'm not talking about the anime. You know, hmm. we all know Naruto had a bunch of filler. Anime. But in the Naruto manga, the pacing was a lot slower. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, it Boruto being monthly means it has 40, 40 pages compared to Naruto having 17 every week. Yeah. But uh, the way I see it, in one chapter of Boruto, almost, Covers almost twice as many things happen as in compared to yeah. four chapters of Naruto. So, I mean, yeah, that's a good way to to really talk about it have um, maybe another day we could really go into it you know way more because <laughs> you you really I, I, I just, know, I just know brian's in his head he's just like oh can you shut the fuck up i don't care about Boruto. it's not it's not about shutting the fuck up i gotta i, still gotta like, I got work. shit to do bro like i do not give a fuck about boruto <laughs> <laughs> all right we we can leave it off there um off of yeah. boruto rant because i mean i still got fucking school and work to do Fucking school. Look at him. Fucking nerd. He wants to do something with his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I study. <laughs> Come on, bro. Just be a fucking social outcast like the rest of us. Oh, man. All right. Well, All right. let's leave it off here, Brian. Um. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening to us talk about manga. Uh, thanks for listening to Josie rant about about so if anything we'll try to do that a separate day so you could go full on that i'm gonna go full fucking throttle full Full dummy on boruto bro all right well thank you for being here Uh, see you guys hope to see you guys at the next episode thank you for listening guys um see you guys wednesday uh hopefully hopefully wednesday all right then guys thank you for listening this has been otaku outcast Thank